the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and to pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. God strongly desires to have an intimate relationship with His children. Proof of that is that one of the reasons why He sent Jesus to Calvary's tree to pay sins dead and full for you and me is to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't seem to care. They don't even seem to look to have and enjoy an intimate relationship with God. And if they do, they don't know how to. There are actually proven pathways that we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. Each and every one of us who are the children of God needs to know what those pathways are so that we can have and enjoy increased intimacy with God like He wants us to do, so that we can benefit even more than we already do from the relationship we have with the God who loves me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. See, when a person sets out to draw closer to God, God sets out to draw closer to them. When a person sets out to draw closer to God, God will draw closer to them. In fact, if the truth is anywhere near told, and you know I'm a teller of the truth, if the truth is anywhere near told, if I could pull the cover off of this just for a second and tell you what the real deal is, the desire to draw nigh comes from God. God puts it in you so that he can do make the move that he wants to make. See, there's a move that God wants to make, but he needs you to make a move first. Come on now. Anybody ever played chess, checkers, or anything like that? Praise God, chess, C-H-E-S-S. Or checkers or anything like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. For instance, there's moves that the, the, the person is making in order to get you to make a move so that they can make the move they want to make. They set you up with moves. Are you listening to me? They don't make a move and see what you do and then respond to that. They already got it figured out four moves at a time. Three, four moves at a time. They after your queen. Is anybody hearing me up in here? They after your queen. And then they're going to take down your king right afterwards. Praise God. Hallelujah. So what they do is they set up some moves to be able to bait you in. And if you make the move that they want you to make, then they can go ahead and take down and then the game is at an end. Well, God says that there's a move I want to make. I want to draw nigh to you. But there's a move I need you to make in order for me to make the move I want to make. And the move that he wants you to make is draw nigh. Because he's going to follow suit. You make your move. He going to make his move. That's why God said draw nigh. That word draw nigh means to make to make near to make near. I like that. Ask me why. Because make denotes effort. 
make denotes effort. See, this is important because it, 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 it lets us know that drawing near to God is not just something that's going to happen. It ain't just something that he going to do. See, this ain't the welfare Christianity. This ain't the one where we just sit around and wait for God to do. God said, no, you make a move. I'll make a move. You do something. I'll do something. Effort. Everybody say effort. I mean, it's going to take effort. So you, you can't sit around and just expect this to happen. No, 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 no. It's going to take some effort on our part, especially if it wasn't being done by us before. Especially if it wasn't being done by us before. Because if it wasn't done being done by us before, it wasn't going to be done by us by five or by six or by seven. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because we wasn't used to doing that. A lot of us have gotten set in our ways. But God said, I'm going to give you a new ways. It's called a pathway to intimacy, which means effort is going to be needed to be happen. Old habits may have to be broken. Old schedules may have to be altered or rearranged. Old activities may have to be discontinued or, or reprioritized for you to realize what God has in store for you. So don't. Can, I, I'm trying to help here because I don't want you to expect for a half a second that you can keep doing everything you was doing before and step into this mode. I just want to clear that up. I want to clear that up because I know folk, I, none of y'all, but I know folks, folk all spooky in their Christianity and stuff. Oh, this just going to happen. Abracadabra, hocus pocus. No, baby. Stay in focus. That's not the way this happens. We got to do something. We got to do something for this to be able to occur. Oh, it's worth it, though. But we still got to do something. Reflexively, it starts telling you what kind of things you need to do. Reflexively, it means approach. When he say draw near, he's saying approach. The word approach means to come near or nearer to in proximity. To come near or nearer to in proximity. Let me do it this way. Cut the distance. We have to cut the distance between us and God. Because there are things, there are activities, there are schedules, there are habits that cause distance between us and God. And God says, I need those cut. Them ones that cause you to sit on your butt and offer a butt as for why you can't spend time with me. Well, you know, I'm busy, God. You know, I got these kids and I got all these kids and, you know, I got all these kids. You know, I got all this stuff to do. You know, I got all this stuff. God said, no, I didn't know that. (laughs) I knew everything but that. There may be some rearranging that's got to go on. There may may be some old habits that need to be broken. Some of us just got a habit of walking in the door, picking up the remote. But that's what's keeping us remote. Some of us have a habit of reaching over and slapping the clock five times in the morning. Maybe we can cut it to three times. Two. One. Zero. Blast off. Maybe we can cut some of them times. Amen. Some of them old, some of them activities we got. 
Some of us is on four, five teams. Maybe we can make it three. And use that other time to be able to get with God. I ain't talking about cutting everything out. I'm just talking about maybe we can adjust something. Does that make sense? Some of us eat four meals a day. Maybe we can bring it down to two. Three. Somebody was waiting me to go back to four. Praise God. <laughs> and maybe we can use that time on that other one to be able to just spend a little time with God. Let's move on because this approach also means to come near to in position, quality, character, time or condition to come near in position. God wants us to change our position and come near to him in quality. Some of us need to change the quality of our time, the quality of it. Where is God in character as well as time and condition? Sometimes it could be just as simple as showing up to church on time. It can be just as simple as that. Really, it's not it's not usually it's not a big deal. Usually it's the little foxes that spoil the fire. Reflexively, that word draw nigh also means to be at hand, to be at hand. God's expecting us to be at hand. At hand means within reach, nearby, close by, within reach, nearby or close by. Some of us just need to. Get a little closer to God. Get a little nearby, nearer to God. Come on, nearer my God today. We can within reach. Come. That's another word, word that, that draw nigh means. Come. Reflexively. Come. Come. Come means to leave or depart where one is and or what one may be doing to move towards a specific person or place. The word come means to leave or depart where one is or what one may be doing to move towards a specific person or place, which means in order to come, you got to leave (laughs) in order to step up and do your part. You might have to depart from something else that you're doing where you've been or something else like that. Once again, it's not necessarily talking about cutting that thing out. It might just be changing the amount of time. And it also means come near, come near. The phrase come near means to draw closer, to draw closer. It means to increase the closeness. God wants us to increase the closeness. He wants us to. And the third one is to reduce the distance. That's what come near means to reduce the distance, because some of us just need to reduce the distance. For instance, if that powerful man of God was was God right there and 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 I'm here, praise God. And God's right there. I'm expecting God to be closer to me. I can sit around waiting on God to do that. Well, I can get closer. And I'm cutting the distance between him and I. And if he's a fire, I'm getting hot about a second. If he's a blessing, I'm getting blessed about a second. If he's a healer, if he's a provider, if he's a a way maker, then all them is happening for me by the second because I'm getting closer and closer and closer. That's what God is expecting of us. God said, come a little closer. I'm right here. Come a little closer. He's going to make it easy for you. He ain't going to move. So you don't miss or nothing like that. Just come. Come. Turn to Luke chapter 11, please. Just come. Luke chapter 11. 
See, the good news is, is that when we get there, God ain't turning none of us away. When we get there, he ain't turning none of us away. Luke chapter 11, letters in red. We see Jesus speaking. We're going to pick up for time's sake at verse nine. It says, and I say unto you, ask and it shall be given to you. No ifs, no ands, no buts, no body. Seek and ye shall find. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. For everyone that ask receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. That's good news. Because that's letting us know that if we come to God, he will not turn us away wanting. We won't be like, well, dang, I was trying, but it just, I just couldn't get no closer to it. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Because God already told us over in the book of James, you draw now to me, I'll draw now to you. You make a little step, I'll make a big step. You make a move, I'll make a move. Which means that he's going to cut the proximity all by himself after you make your move. See, when, 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 see, we will not walk away empty handed and unaffected if we try to draw closer to God. Mm-mm, we ain't walking away empty handed. We're going to get what we after. In fact, we're going to get more than what we after. Turn over to Hebrews chapter 11, please. Hebrews chapter 11, verse six. The Bible teaches us here about God. So a good thing about God that we need to know as we're going after him. Verse six, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Speaking of God, for he that, com- he that cometh to God, that's us what we're about to do. Cometh to God. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. And look at this, look at this, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Not only that when you come to God, he ain't going to turn you away, but he's going to make sure that when you show up, it pays. He's not only going to make sure that you, when you come to God, he's not going to turn you away. He's also going to make sure it pays because he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God rewards those who make an effort to draw closer to him. You just make an effort. He going to reward you. You just make an effort. He going to reward you because he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That word rewarder means a remunerator. That word rewarder means a remunerator. Before I get into a renumerator, let me just deal with a numerator. Then we deal with renumerator. He's a renumerator, but I'm going to deal with numerator first. A numerator is a person or thing that numbers. A person or thing that numbers. Say, I don't don't understand that. When a person numbers something or someone, they give it or assign it value. When they number something, they give it or assign it value, which means that when you see God, it will increase your value. When you seek God, God will increase your value because those who seek God will have value given and assigned to them. They'll have value given and assigned to them. And since value will be given to you for seeking God, then you'll turn around and give more value to seeking God. Because as God gives you more value for seeking him, you will value seeking him more, which will mean that you will then number it more. So it'll go from one to two. It'll go from two to three. 
And then as you value it more, God turns around and renumerates you so that you've been added value. And then when you make your move, you'll add more value and then you'll add more value to, to, to seeking him and he'll add more value. Come on now. Anybody, anybody remember when you first got saved? Praise God. Anybody here remember when you first got I remember when I first got saved. Praise God. I found out God was speaking in the house of God. I'm like, this is that right? I said, well, let me go up in there then because God's talking. So I went on up in there because God was talking. And I found value in being there. I'm like, dang, I'm finding out all kind of stuff. Now, I'm sure you're not like this, but I was finding out how wrong I was. That excited me because I was one of them arrogant people that thought they was right about everything. But here God himself is showing me I'm wrong and I'm accepting it because he right about everything. And I'm like, that's God talking. And I'm like, die. And so what it, it did was excite me to show up more. I found out they had a midweek service. I said, do they? I said, I'm going. Ask me why. Because every time I showed up, it added value to my life. My life was getting more and more valuable, better and better by more of these that I heard. So what did I want to do? Draw nigher. I'd already drawn nigh. I wanted to draw nigher. Then I found out they had fellowships. I said, is that right? I hit them too. Y'all getting quiet because you think I'm talking about you. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about me. You number it the way you want to number it. I numbered it because I understood I was in, value was increasing. Shoot. I found out they had a woman's meeting. I went to the woman's meeting. Tried not to let a brother in. Went to the door just as, just, as, just as strong as I could. Got there and the woman was at the door. She said, excuse me, you can't come in here. I said, why not? They said, this is a woman's meeting. I'm like, so? And they're like, well, but you ain't a woman. I said, but I got three of them at the crib. Different ages, praise God. I need to know what to do with them. Bless the bit of that, Lord. Because the word of God is going here. It's speaking, being spoken here. Y'all going to teach people about how, what women is all about according to the word of God. I want need to be in there. On, they told me, you can't come in here, sir. You're not a woman. Till this guy walked in, carrying his box, he walked in. I said, he ain't a woman. How he get in there? They say he's serving. I'll be back. I went and found out where the boxes was being picked up. I picked one up, carried it in, gave it trick, chick one of them dirty street looks. I was still new at it. Gave it one of them dirty street looks as I went on in. Praise God. Set the box down. I made it past the door. I'm like, all right, now. Set the box down. And the lady said, you serving? I said, yeah. She said, here, peel these potatoes. I said, all right. I said, do you mind if I peel them by the door? She said, no, you peel them where you want to. I slid me a door in a trash can over by the door, stuck my foot in the door, left it wide open so I could hear all the preaching about women. Why? Because I valued it. Because where there's a will, there's a way. There's only no way where there's no will. But if, you, if God adds value to you, every time you do, you're going to find a will, you're going to gain a will to do so. This is exciting me. Praise God. Hey, I still got my women. As in wife and two daughters. We just clear this up because these CDs go everywhere. Praise God. That pastor was in the pulpit talking about his women. Praise God. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about my wife and daughters. Amen. 
because I learned what to do. Learned how to treat them as the valuable gift of God that they are. Is anybody hearing me? Now, 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 now. That's how things get renumerated. Because not God's not going to add value to you only once. But he's going to add value to you again and again and again and again. For what? For diligently seeking him. The word diligently right there means constant in effort to accomplish something. It means attentive and persistent in doing anything. Whereas we're constant in effort. So that tells you this ain't no one time thing. Look, I did it. Keep on doing it. Because otherwise it's not diligent. And don't be surprised when it don't renumerate you. It also means done or pursued with persevering attention. Painstakingly. Done or pursued with persevering attention. Painstakingly. Because once again, once again, once again, if we knew it this, then it's going to take a minute to get the rhythm. So don't be like thrown that you don't have a rhythm right away. Come on. Anybody, anybody ever decided to exercise and ain't exercised in quite a long time? Now you're feeling painstakingly. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, man, because when it was just a thought, it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Yeah, that this ain't number the word, baby. We're going to do this. Praise God. Until it's like one and a two and a that's it. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> that's it. We'd be sitting there watching the video we bought that we were supposed to be exercising with and leaning on the exercise equipment we bought, wearing the, wearing the exercise clothes we wore, stuff like that. Only exercise we got was putting them on. Praise God. It's, it's taking them back off again. That's the only exercise we get. Y'all know nothing about what I'm talking about. It's painstaking. Some of us remember when we used to do 100 sit-ups a day. Now you need to take at least one of the zeros off. Praise God. If not both of them, praise God. <laughs> Amen. We're like, is there another way to do this? We need to diligent, but see, you it, you got to be diligent about this. Come on now, because your flesh gonna start talking again. Your flesh, like, look, I done trained you to not do all of this, and here you are gonna be trying to do all of this. But you got to tell your flesh, look, I don't owe you nothing. I am not indebted to my flesh. You shut up or I'm going to increase the time. Diligently seek him. The word seek means to search out as in investigate. It's time for you to CSI God. Praise God. Search out as in investigate. I like this. It also means to crave. God says, I want you to crave me. Come on now, any ladies in here have been pregnant? You know about craving, right? You know about craving. Craving is an intense desire. One of them desires is so intense, no ain't even an option. It's like, we gonna eat this. You don't care what it is, you gonna eat it because you crave it. I don't care how far you go to get it. Don't care if you gotta walk to get it. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true, that God really does want to have an intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what you need to do 
to take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us are there for me and you so that we can walk through into the awesome things that God has awaiting me and you. Things that can only happen when we're in more intimate relationship with God that's available to me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something I invite all the young adult Christians out there to do. We invite all of the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our young adult fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30 who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m., and it lasts until they go home. H-E-W hanging. Child care is provided at no charge, and VIP transportation services are available for this, too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know G-Doug. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.